big news of the week um then came across the uh, came across on on Saturday I get home from the golf course I see a, a message from Ryan um that I thought was not real um but in fact of course it was Bray Wyatt released by WWE uh, over the weekend. Um, the the word that is uh, reported is due to budget cuts, as we have heard many a time, uh, especially multiple times over the last year, year and a half. Um, so well, let's give our thoughts on, on the release, and then I kind of want to attack this in two different ways. One... Where did this, where did it go wrong? I think there's maybe multiple places, uh, that this went wrong, but also the, I saw a question somebody had posted, uh, the other day on Twitter, it was Bray Wyatt misused, which I think is an interesting, uh, topic point, but first go around the room thoughts, thoughts on the release itself of Bray Wyatt. Where do you I, don't want know to start? How, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you can let go of a character like Bray Wyatt. I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. And this one will absolutely come back and bite the WWE in their ass. Tim, Matt. So if I'm honest, I'm not surprised. I'm not shocked. Um, Harper. Rowan, Braun. All three of them were cut. They were let go. Mm -hmm. Now, Harper kind of wanted his own way out. But the other two were at the WWE's hand. And Bray doesn't really didn't really have anybody else in the back in the, the background to to you know have his back. Um I'm not surprised that they, they sent him packing, especially we said it after Braun Strowman. But, like, if they're cutting Braun Strowman, they're willing to cut anybody. Sure. Braun was just at uh, – he was at WrestleMania. He wrestled the the, the best in the world. Um, and then he was in a – Oh, Shane McMahon! Where is it? There it is. The best in the world! Damn, that's long. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but once once Braun was gone, I mean, he faces who he faced at Summers, at WrestleMania, and then he faces off for the Universal Championship at uh, WrestleMania Backlash, and he's gone. If they're going to fire him, they'll fire anybody. And... He raked my back. Yeah, no, he didn't literally rake it. So unfortunately for backrash. Bray, for backrash, um, unfortunately for Bray, he was gone a little too long. Um, but also kind of crazy that they were talking about him, re- talking to him about a return in August. That's now the, the month. The month we're in, yes. That's like now-ish, dude. 
but that lines up with everything with Alistair Black. Right. Um, who else who else do they let go right like right Ever Rise? Ever Rise. Um Chelsea, I think. Wasn't Chelsea supposed to or no, who's the other one? Um Ruby? There was somebody else. Was Not it? Ruby. It was somebody who was gonna make a call up. Santana Garrett. Santana Garrett. Oh. Yep. Like, not surprised again. Right. Yeah, I think like it it, it kind of goes along because we were we we touched on this a little bit on the pre-show post-show, but like it's like I don't I don't think the two the two sides are like there's the Nick Khan side and then there's like the wrestling side, like. The wrestling sides in their world, and then Nick Khan's like, ah, get rid of them, get rid of them. They're not making enough money for us. Get rid of them. Like I think, I think I said to Ryan uh, on the pre-show post-show, like it's it's there. The the corporate side, I think, is looking at, you know, this is how much we're paying you. This is how much you're being utilized. I don't even know if you're being. They're looking at what you're being utilized. This is how much you're bringing in. Like, it, like it's it sucks. It's like a bad. It's it's a bad way to do wrestling business. To 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 analyze it from a, and I get it, it's it's business versus whatever you know. It's it, there's there's a there's a lot to it, but I think that like Bray, I'm sure had a big contract. There was a lot of talk about what Braun was making, and that like a lot of people think that. He will end up re-signing with the WWE, or, or at least that was the early thought, on a lesser deal. Um, if you follow him on social media, if you see any of his posts, like I, I don't necessarily think that's kind of on his mind, and maybe it's not even on the WWE's mind. But like I, I think it's Nick Khan's looking, and the corporate side's looking at you know you're making this much. Um, there's there's not probably a lot of new merch being pushed. Because he hasn't been on TV basically in 2021. I mean, a little bit at the start of the year, wrestled the match at WrestleMania, and then for for the rest of the year, he's pretty much been gone. So eight months, we're not pushing new merch. So at one point, you were on the top of the merch, but um, if there if there's nothing new, you're not being used. So I, like, I'm not I'm not surprised from that aspect because of the corporate side. Um, it 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 definitely. I didn't expect to, to. I didn't wake up Saturday expecting to see Bray Wyatt released, um, especially the, after the fact that WWE had a press conference with Nick Khan and Vince McMahon, and they talked. They did the uh, sleep is our competition because everyone should be watching WWE Network twenty four hours a day, seven <laughs> days a week, and that they touted record high profits and earnings and then they cut bray wyatt well i mean how do you get and then and then like well you can get record profits when you cut big contracts (laughs) like i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that to be funny towards bray but the more But, but you also alluded to bray wyatt had a lot of time off in 2021 um after somebody somewhere in some sort of creative meeting 
decided to light him a flame and keep him off TV until he came back as an ashtray. <laughs> like how how are you going to hold that against Oh, I'm, I'm the not man no, no, no. himself. I, I'm not holding it against him. I'm just saying like that's I mean, I get like you can be like he's had some time off recently if you want to believe in like the he wanted some time off, maybe some uh, mental whatever like it's even hold that against somebody is, is a shit thing to do. I mean, I, I I'm not I, I'm not saying it was held again, or you're saying that from like a company standpoint. Just a company standpoint. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you okay. are cheering this. You're not yet. No, I'm not. We haven't got to that part of the segment. I'm not cheering this at all, actually. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. Like I mean, saving money, saving money, guys. You sound like a progressive commercial, Jim. You want to bundle, bundle the releases, bundle. save as much money I as mean, you can. it's true. Um, I was thinking this going in. Jim, is there any single, like, superstar that WWE could cut where you would, like, legitimately be like, no excuses, this is trash? Um, I mean, Bray. I, I think Bray is one of them. Why do you release Bray? Uh, Roman is there. Roman is on that list. Uh, Charlotte Flair on that list. Be looking at Charlotte next couple of months. I was going to say, uh, I think we'll be having that conversation generally pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but like, that is mind blowing to me too. How do you, and again, like I understand like you're looking at a business perspective. I'm not saying you Jim directly. So when I say you, I mean like a collective WWE, you look at somebody, you say, what's my ROI? And is it worth it to keep them around? But I feel like in, 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 in this industry, like an entertainment industry, you have to look at what their ROI is and then what their ROI to another company would be. And you have to play a little bit of defense. And I feel like Bray Wyatt is one of those characters where you have to say, ooh, he is worth so much more elsewhere that I have to keep him in my base. It is a baseball term called wins above replacement. Yeah. Is how, how much how much does one player a, achieve? Like how much is he worth if you pull him out? Because it's one thing to like notice, and and it's it kind of goes along the lines of a lot of other things, where we acknowledge the greatness of things after they're gone, right? Po- posthumously awarding things to people after they pass away. Uh, acknowledging the greatness of a of a career after it ends, and not a, not seeing it for what it is in real time. So the same thing with Bray Wyatt. You can look and see, oh well, he's been gone since WrestleMania, and technically he's been gone since what was the pay per view he got roasted and toasted and burnt to a crisp? At? Um, was that Hell in a Cell? WWE no, campfire. it was. Was it Night of Champions? No, it was. Was, was it Roadblock? <laughs> <laughs> it was no. Was not no way out. No way out's not even a pay per view anymore, is it? Is it Judgment Day? No. <laughs> Capital Punishment. Armageddon. Armageddon. Uh, greed. Sin. Um. TLC. There we go. December to dismember. Yep. TLC. So he's been gone since then, but 
Bray Wyatt is also single-handedly responsible for giving Alexa Bliss a new lease on life creatively. He, he Alexa Bliss's character is now not beholden to any championships. She she can be whatever she wants to be. She can be involved in any storyline. She is now in that Bray Wyatt spot of does not need to be in the title in the title picture to have a meaningful feud. Or Alexa her, or doesn't get there with, without the fiend. Or her feud with the Eva Marie and Dude. <laughs> but people are talking about it. Well, I mean, it, she is in that role, but we said that so many times with the fiend, but then they continually just put him in the title scene eventually just to have him lose. Yeah, like, at least for now, Charlotte Flair's there in that title picture. So <laughs> so no 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 nobody's boxing her out for now. But that's <laughs> but that's WWE and their fifty fifty booking style. Right. Like right. Look at Monday Night Raw over the last two weeks of every rematch that took place from Raw to the next Raw. Every single matchup went the other way. Yep. Keith beat Karrion Cross. Uh, T-Bar and Mace beat Mansoor and Ali. Nikki Ash beat Charlotte. Yep. So, I mean, so coming back, this week on Raw, uh, Karrion Cross beats Keith Lee. Yeah, uh, like the week before, it was the exact uh, same. Mansoor yeah. and Mustafa Ali uh, will beat um, uh, T-Bar and Mace Windu, and then um, it's Charlotte and uh, Nikki Ash will probably go to a, a double countout. That's definitely a just, DQ finish. Just to shake guy. it up. I mean, for all of Bray's career, though, with, with both characters, he's always had a character that doesn't need a title, so that might have right. just kind of been the issue of what do we do with this guy? It doesn't make sense for the leader of a cult to have a title belt and defend it all the time. It doesn't make sense for a demon Finn Balor <laughs> included apparently to have a title belt and defend it all the time. So it might've just been the issue is from the start. He had great characters, but not great wrestling characters. And and wrestling has never been Bray Wyatt's strong suit. If you go back mm. and you look at like the history of Bray Wyatt in the ring, I, I don't think like you can name you can't really name good... me three good Bray Wyatt three good Bray Wyatt matches. Every match he had with Roman Reigns. <laughs> Which was like two, <laughs> <laughs> and then the fun house where he didn't wrestle, that's right. right? And that's not a match; that's a segment. Like it's like, but also like. No, I agree. Really, I agree you with didn't you too. Want, really, that's not what you were looking for, were you? If you were looking for that out of a out of a a supernatural character, you correct. should have never got Co- that. Like, Co- correct. You should have and got not- the Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins. Where like he has everything thrown at him, and then he's standing up unharmed. Like that's what you get. You shouldn't get. I think his in ring, he adapted to like his body size, right. and I think he used his body as a right. weapon really but well. I, but Tim, Tim's point is he's not. Yeah. He's, he's never going to get a five star match seven in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Like Bray Wyatt's not going to carry a match based mm-hmm. on his wrestling. But that's skills. fine. He's not in he'll, a wrestling company, car- right? But he'll Very carry true. a storyline. But, but he- then. You have to eventually have some wrestling built into that. And the whole time, it just didn't make sense. Like, matches that Bray Wyatt was great at were ones where he was telling the story, cutting the promos, 
doing the psychological thing. But at the end of the day, like, did you want to see Bray Wyatt wrestle all the time? No, you wanted to hear him on the mic. You wanted to see what he was going to do with the funhouse. But I could, I didn't need him in the ring. And that's probably one of the main reasons why he ended up being cut was just because they were like, we have this guy. He's a great character. Mm. But where do we go from here? There's nowhere. So I think that that starts to evolve into what the, the, the first part of like my two part discussion is is like where where did this where did Bray Wyatt and the WWE go wrong and and I, I think there was unfortunately how far back you want to go Jim? right and that, that's mean, what I'm saying I think unfortunately there's that stands out there's uh, multiple that, yeah I, I think the biggest one that always stuck out for me was just not even being on the WrestleMania card and then just coming out and getting buried by rock and rock for fun so that was oh that, that was 32 no, no, no. I mine goes before mine goes to third. Like, I know we can look at thirty with Cena, but to me, I thought thirty-one with the Undertaker was m- more egregious than the Cena loss. Because so you had that moment with Cena, and then throughout that year, I'm sure there was other feuds where he called some people out, and then he lost. But it's like, now you have an opportunity at 31, you're calling out The Undertaker. Now, yeah, I understand Taker lost the year before, whatever. And and people have like said to me this week, like, Undertaker needed that win. I'm like, did he? Like, I get he Taker lost. Taker doesn't lose twice in like, a row. Like, I get he lost the year before. But, like, The Undertaker's legacy wasn't going to be defined by a couple of mania losses at the end of his career. Like Bray, I think Bray, if you're going to put Bray in that spot, if Bray's going to call out the Undertaker, he's got to win that match. Like, whether or not, whether or not over, though, you can't do it two years in a row like that. That does tarnish Taker to a little bit. But look what it did for Bray Wyatt. But here's sorry, Brock Lesnar. But but I, I mean, Brock did have a lot after that win like and and I mean, that the, also the led to like seth out, rollins that win was the one in 31 and one or 21 and one rather right like, that, that promo that, uh, was was better than anything that brock did after that um but to 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 the the tarnishing of uh like the undertaker's legacy like uh, you know are, do you remember? Do you remember Brett Favre for like being a Super Bowl winning quarterback, or the crap at the end of his career? Do you remember Cal Ripken as the guy who broke the streak, or like after he stopped the streak? Like I, I don't think I a couple think of everybody losses. Everybody remembers Brett Favre on the Vikings, <laughs> or, 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 or sending the dick pics Brett to the Favre reporter. For dick pics. <laughs> okay. um, to, to, to me, Brett Favre is eternally the dude who like threw for four for four touchdowns on the Monday after his dad passed away. Right. So like like that's my picture of Brett Favre. Right. So like I I don't All right, I, Jim, play along with Jim. But I I really don't <laughs> I don't think that the Undertaker, you know, taking a couple of losses at the end of his career when that's probably what he should be doing anyway is going to hurt the legacy of the Undertaker. I I, I just I don't think it it hurts his legacy, but then it makes the wins after that less impactful. Like if he loses to Brock, then loses to Bray, 
and then a couple years later loses to Roman. Like, is that Roman win as big? Or is it just like, eh, it's Taker. He's putting people over again. But is... The only reason we're having this conversation is because The Undertaker had a winning streak at WrestleMania. Like, if we had any of these conversations... Like, Shawn Michaels is the most losingest wrestler in WrestleMania history. (laughs) And he's Mr. WrestleMania. And he's Mr. WrestleMania. And he's Mr. WrestleMania. Like... Triple H has a negative win-loss record. Right, and he buries everybody at WrestleMania. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, like, so it's, I, it, it's, it's counterintuitive to think that Undertaker gets a pass. And, like, if anything to me, WWE has proved time and time again, history doesn't matter. It's what happens right now. And for every other time that, like, Undertaker lost... He'll come back a little later. He'll do some funky do stuff. And then, oh, man, he's a threat. Like, literally, just if you if you change the stories a little bit and you, maybe you get The Undertaker involved a little sooner as opposed to waiting to, like, two weeks before WrestleMania to have the old dead man walk out, dust off the duster, and 27 minutes to the ring, like, <laughs> like, it 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 doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm adding five. He's old, Jim. I mean, if if we're thinking back to like Bray Wyatt feuds, either as part of the family or as the fiend, like can you think of a memorable one where he came out on top at the end of the feud? Because I'm struggling. Like, uh, it feels like the only one that sticks out is when he actually beat Finn Balor when he debuted the fiend. And there was and a moment was a in year- that match that I was uh, scared. <laughs> and that was a year after the whole Bray Wyatt Fiend stuff or Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor stuff even happened, right? Yeah. But like yeah. and originally he was supposed to wrestle as Sister Abigail. Ooh. Um but yeah, go back like go back to, to SummerSlam yep. two years ago. That match, there was definitely points where like because I think Finn Balor was going up for the Coupe de Grace, and I was like Oh shit! Like and like I, like because the entrance was awesome, and I'm like all jacked up, and I'm like he's gonna beat him really fast, and then the match is going like nine minutes, and I'm like this isn't good. This I think this is real bad. <laughs> I think that's part of like the story behind the fiend is they let too much offense get in on the fiend all the time. Yeah. They never insulated him properly as a monster character. He should have came out and he should have walked, like just rolled Finn Balor. He should have rolled Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. Instead, he loses in Hell in a Cell at the height of powers only to then win the title cool on Halloween, not cool in Saudi Arabia where people don't even understand what the fiend is doing. <laughs> right. They're like, big scary they're clown, like, is yay! that Papa Shango? Like, yeah, <laughs> it, that's probably how the, the right. Saudi prince pushed it. Right. Like, because oh, Papa Shango jr. Right. Yeah. Cause didn't like, wasn't there like a report that they wanted to hire like a follow up to be Yokozuna? Like, yeah, they wanted Yokozuna. Yeah, they wanted, they wanted the, the ultimate warrior. <laughs> like, yeah. Ultimate warrior. Um, um yeah, it just, they, they've never, they never treated the fiend right in the ring. Correct. 
And now, I feel like the Fiend had a better win loss record than like the Bray Wyatt cult leader. He did, but he also did. his his sample size is a lot shorter. That's that's very true. That's fair. The Fiend, I think, has only lost if I'm four matches. He lost to Goldberg. He lost to Roman. Mm-hmm. He lost to Seth. Mm-hmm. And Randy Orton in the and Randy that. Orton. Yeah. Or oh, Randy Orton twice. Because Randy Orton beat him at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So four different people beat him. Five times. Five times from 2019. Right. In less than two years. 2021. And he took time off. Right. And he also didn't wrestle like every Monday on Raw. He also didn't wrestle at every pay-per-view. So like, I mean, that's. That, with the, if you if you're doing it in a week to week month to month time frame, he basically lost five times in what six months. That's not yep. that, that's not a great. Uh, I mean, you don't want him wrestling that much though either. Oh, absolutely like, not. That's that's the spectacle right. of, of of the moment. Like oh, yeah, he's don't... a character we don't need to see Correct. every week. But you want to then... see the entrance. You want to see him talk, and you want to see him bounce. But you want to see also. He had a alter ego that could come out every week and wrestle and be involved and take the heat. Right. That the, like for every loss that the fiend had, Randy Orton could have beat Bray Wyatt, the man, right? Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers, Seth could have beat Bray Wyatt, like all of this other stuff. And then when the fiend has to show up, stomp him but you just you just did that with finn balor and then the demon has to show up right except you can't do that with two with two superstars but they weren't really doing that with the the demon that much anyway so the demon only have like three matches or something i mean like he probably had more matches in nxt than he did in wwe yeah that sounds right before you know but the fiend or the, the the demon balor hasn't been around for a little for a, a while because he, he's been Finn I mean, and I, Finn at Balor in his club 35 I get Ryan's point though yeah. like WWE creative probably felt like now we can't have two of these guys nope doesn't work well I think it's also because I think Finn doesn't didn't want to do the demon anymore yeah you're right I agree um which is crazy because that's the most what was the most money-making thing he had right. done over like Rover man yeah uh, and I feel like Bray Wyatt, again, fiend height of power, was a marketing machine. Like there was a ton of of shirts. Oh, all the and time. I like, and I get you don't have that now, but you also set him ablaze. He came back with just he was he would never been able to wrestle the way he came back. Well, no, and that's that's why he, he went wear. through the transformation chamber. Or whatever before. Yeah, that's the, why he came the, back. The WrestleMania I, thirty-seven. I get that, but is is that the moment they jumped the shark with that character? He was lit ablaze, Alexa Bliss, like I dreams of genie it, and he's back. I think. I mean, with a character like with a character like the Fiend, nothing jumps a shark. 
Yeah. To me, okay. if you're going to talk about jumping the shark, let's talk about how he had the craftsman tool aisle thrown on him in Hell in a Cell, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's okay. Like, no, like, right? I mean, already you already tell us a couple of months in. Like, he debuts in August, and in October he gets the entire craftsman tool line dumped on him in Hell in a Cell in the beginning of the month. And then at the end of the month, he wins the title in Saudi Arabia where there was almost like an accused death. Like, I remember that match was crazy. Yeah. Like that's the I first thought, time we saw the neck breaky thing, right? The, no, the neck breaky thing he did to, to fit. Oh, well, that was the Finn. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think honestly, the first time they jumped the shark with, with Bray. And I hate to say this, that's, Stupid red light. The red light in all of the Fiends matches. The the red light in all of the Fiends matches is stupid. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I think like it was overkill after a while. Like, I think if you would have done it for like the 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 first Hell in a Cell, and then never like just as a whoa. And then never do it again, like maybe, but yeah, why? Yeah, why you know, every time? They, they tried the same ish with Sin Cara, and they had that blue lighting. Oh, that's right. They like they love this like lighting stuff. Do you want me to tell you another time they jumped the shark with Bray Wyatt? Oh no, with, ring maggots. that was that was what we had a wrestlemania match with a high school projector (laughs) above the ring just showing maggots in the ring during a match yeah don't forget about the time they had that weird kid come out and sing he's got the whole world (laughs) outside the hell in his cell which is the only time he lost cena in that I like the whole world in his hands. Yeah, I actually I thought that was cool. I actually I like creepy that. as hell. I don't think the kid kids singing are was. creepy. You get kids it. are creepy, man. Yeah, kids you are creepy. It. Kids are definitely creepy. Um, Is there concern to any of you guys that uh, here's the? I feel like the fiend is marketed to an older demographic. Correct. Us. We're also the group that like grew up watching CM Punk and Daniel Bryan's. Is there is there it's gotta be a concern that those two guys ending up in AEW that will just follow the fiend? Like, what is keeping us watching the WWE other than like it's just what to watch on Monday? That's an excellent question. Thank you. That's an excellent question. Look at Ryan and actually I, bringing something to the I table. literally ask myself that question every Monday, <laughs> every Wednesday, and every or Tuesday, Tuesday. and every Friday. Like, like I, Roman, I, Roman Reigns bits you to watch on Friday. Really struggled watching Monday Night Raw this week, knowing that they just can break. Like that popped in my head multiple times, and I'm all for the crowd chanting "We want Wyatt." Chanted at yes. every single match, every single match. I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm actually fine with that as that well. That should be the new CM Punk. Yes. <laughs> They should just all start singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. Oh, that'd be so that, that would be. Take if they did over. like the, the lights. And yep. start that would be fucking. Absolutely. And just, and just sway. 
rock the ent- <laughs> let WWE security throw out an entire 15,000 seat venue. We should disrupt it. Let's 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 really start talking about this. Let's see if this catches on Monday night. Or I'm gonna like, fucking I'm let gonna it happen to tomorrow night. Followers. Fucking let it happen tomorrow night too. Like yeah. let it happen in every WWE show. Because also, it depending on what r- stories and rumors you believe, Roman Reigns is part of the reason of the Fiend's deep push. Because really? the Fiend was universal. Cha- apparently, like there's, I, I'm trying to remember who spoke out, but somebody was like. Since Roman Reigns has come back, he's been a creative terror. He said he didn't want to work with The Fiend at all, which is why he came in and beat The Fiend and sent The Fiend to Raw when the obvious answer, the obvious storyline was Roman Fiend. Oh, because he came so back at they, SummerSlam last year. But here's And then the- they win, he wins the title at Clash of Champions the next month against oh, Bray right. and Fiend, and then immediately... Bray gets shipped to Raw in the draft. But also Roman like, didn't want anything to do with him at all. Apparently, Roman Reigns was also responsible for the reason that the Sasha Bailey feud fizzled out in SmackDown because Roman wanted to be the top spot and he didn't want he felt that Sasha and Becky or Bailey were infringing on his push. Yep, let's change we want to tomorrow. Over. Do it tomorrow, folks. Start that um, chance tomorrow. Like it's a rumor, and I don't know if I believe it, but also if it is true, look at what Roman Reigns has done. He's kind of right. Like right. the end doesn't justify the means. No. Um, but, but also, like Roman is a di- Roman is different now. Like, right. And here's the thing, too, though. Like, if you if you look at like where the rosters were, I think I think we even said it post-draft, like raw probably needed the fiend like more than smackdown needed the fiend it made more sense for him to be on that roster and not just because of the red like he was more of a raw character it felt like right like smackdown was like the number one the wrestling show raw is the entertainment show and like raw needed needed something (laughs) like that you know like raw really was in a tough spot and fucking year later still are (laughs) so um you know it's it's not yeah it's it's Mm. it it, it sucks all that that's you know that's like that is a a kind of a spot on point ryan i mean raw this week um i didn't think the first hour was terrible and like this is where like this is how bad the grading scale has gotten like the first hour not that bad the third hour okay pretty good the second hour terrible like, like it's not it's over. not even like this was good this was good no, it's like uh well Let's the first side, hour like, was serviceable what raw was do you have notes from i don't and again i don't i don't i'm not trying to knock you know donovan dijack and uh, like these guys there there are wrestlers on that show that i enjoy that i don't think are being used properly but like how much longer am i gonna tune in to see like mustafa ali in a tag team and, ryan and your number one wrestler Mace. of the week was gage goldberg i don't feel like you're tuning in that that hard i'm not trying i'm not shitting on you Dude, but you're, you're not but you're you know what i mean wrong. there's a reason those were my top three like i didn't i didn't watch smackdown last week because we went to baseball 
Raw I had on, but I was working on job stuff. I didn't watch NXT. I watched AEW. That, that Shanky baby. <laughs> that was my wrestling week. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it, and I mean, if I like, I said it last week. If I'm home on Fridays, I'll watch SmackDown. So, so here is, and I've been watching happened. a lot of Olympics too. So, I mean, and I do know, like AEW's kind of found good footing on that 1.1 million rating. Yeah, they're not, Again, they're not gaining, but they're holding. They but they've gone up every, they've gone up every week for the last month. The the demo oh, has the actual the the total number has dipped last week to this week, but the demo number went up. Okay. So here's here's what's happened the last two weeks on Monday Night Raw, just in ring. Priest beats Sheamus. Styles and almost beat the Viking Daddies. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeats Sheer. Natalian Tamina versus Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Karrion Cross beats Keith Lee. Mustafa Ali and Mansoor beat Mason T-Bar. MVP beats Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. John Morrison beats Riddle. Reginald beats R-Truth. Charlotte beats Nikki Ash. This week. Wait, was that one women's match in all of Raw? Yep. Okay, AEW. This week. Wait, no. No, no, because there was a... There was was the tag match. Women's tag. Right. Oh, okay. That's right. Where Natalia gets hurt. This week... Veer and Shanky. Timely. <laughs> Veer and Shanky versus Drew McIntyre. Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Right, Mason, so that's a new match there, right? Yep. Mason the first one T-Bar. was a rehash. Either the first one was a, a, was the advancement yeah. of it. It was a right, handy two on right. one. Yep. Uh, next match, Mason T Bar get their win back. Rematch. Fifty fifty. Next match. Next match. Do drop versus Tamina. Rematch-ish. Rematch-ish. Uh, Damian Priest and Ricochet versus Morrison and Sheamus. So all of them have been intertwined. Pretty much, yep. Riddle versus Almost, which is a new matchup. Karrion Cross Keith Lee, where Keith Lee gets that win back. Actual rematch. (laughs) Uh, Reggie versus Akira Tozawa. Can we stop putting the twenty four seven championship in the ring? Seriously, that's what I said. Why are we Why are we scheduling in ring twenty four seven matches? Because Reggie does flippy doos, and that makes Ryan happy. Number two <laughs> wrestler. <laughs> yep, Reggie's not on your top three if not for that in ring match. That's absolutely. I mean, right. it's an impressive flippy do, but for fuck's and sake. Then, and then Nikki Ash, Nikki Ash beats Charlotte, like actual rematch which is a fit yeah like it's it's, not good (laughs) like i ask myself going back to the question you asked ryan i ask myself multiple times during the week why i watch and the answer to me is obligation if i was not doing three count thursday if three count thursday up and died this yeah. week, <laughs> I'm not watching Raw. I'm not watching SmackDown. I'm not watching NXT. I'm, you don't. You don't enjoy the NXTs. No. Okay. No. I do not. I mean, the the best moment from NXT was the Hartwell bit at the end of the match. Like it, it hasn't been. 
very good lately. And even then, the stipulation of the match was lover or lever. And Johnny Gargano won. (laughs) And he still got the girl. And we we still get... What's the point? What is the point? Like, they could have milked out a whole nother month of... (laughs) Of the the way keeping Indy from from Dexter, instead we get the match and she's like, you know what, I am an independent woman and I'm gonna go get my man. Wait, this is her leaving the way, correct? Yeah, both both her and uh, Awesome Theory have left. Right. How how do we uh, how do we feel about the index shirt? <laughs> I have not seen the index I've not shirt. Seen it either. I I I've, it's. <laughs> But that's the I'm hottest looking. thing in, in on the brand right now, isn't it? It is. Like, it is. like everybody oh, was longing w- for that moment. If I have not, if I had not already sworn off buying any new purchases from WWE Shop, I would buy this index shirt. I haven't <laughs> bought. I haven't made a WWE. Sh- I couldn't tell you. Oh, the well, last time the shirt is is in my cart along with a, a toddler tee for Liesel that I'm debating if i want to get for SummerSlam, i gotta look or if at- i'm just gonna be like ah screw this i'm not buying any of this because that's typically what happens with my wwe shop i, I think I i've made one it. purchase since they changed the site which i still fucking hate the new shop site by the way i'm i'm over it um, i think i bought a shirt in 2021 i bought i just bought three and it was in the black friday and july sale i bought this shirt I bought the Pat McAfee, it's great to be great, it must suck to suck shirt, and then I bought a Hurt Business shirt. And now that, like, if WWE wants to keep pushing down my throat that they've got record profits and they're releasing people left, right, and center for no God-blessed reason... I haven't even made a a purchase since they changed the site. I couldn't tell you the last time that I made a purchase even before they changed the site. It's probably been over a year. I didn't know they changed the site. (laughs) Yeah, that's been months. Many months. Around WrestleMania time, maybe before. I think right around Mania time. I also, like, this shirt, I feel like some idiot wrestling fan is going to buy this, wear it in public, and then just get his ass beat. (laughs) Yeah. The Provoke Me shirt. That's a QAnon special. Right? Um, Yeah, yeah. And it's a Samoa Joe shirt. Yeah, um, it's great. Boy, I didn't even know who that was for. And, like, I went on because right. I saw they had 40% clearance last week, 40% off clearance, and there wasn't a clearance shirt in my size that I was willing to drop money on. And now, granted, see, I've been unemployed. I've been watching right. money differently. But, like... But we've had to be watching money a little bit differently, a little bit. La, la, but, la, even, la, but, la. but even still, I'm like... Am I gonna? Am I like? I'd rather spend my money on playing golf, on and like also because I'm gonna be doing like customer service. I'm not gonna get to wear wrestling shirts to work anymore, which is oh, I I absolutely hate this website, which is a bummer. Um, but like it just like I like I I'm gonna be working from home and I'm gonna have to dress up more than a job I used to go to. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but like I just yeah I just I don't. There's nothing. There's not been a shirt. There's nothing that has made me go. I gotta get this. Like, oh boy, I have not watched much wrestling on the W. I really haven't. 
you could probably pick five shirts and show me them, and I would not be able to <laughs> not, guess not a clue. who they're for. Uh, oh, boy. This let's is see. Devin, Devin said that uh, it started going wrong. Royal Rumble 2014, him and Daniel Bryan. The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. I don't think he won that match, didn't he? Um, I, well, was that a strap match? match or was that the strap match at Rumble 2020. Oh, that's right. Was, yeah. Oh, that was Rumble. With Daniel Bryan. Was a decent little match. And I think he won. Uh, they whipped the shit out of each other. They sure did. Um, he says, I think it's a shame he got released at all before the, uh, before the Fiend character even came to play. Think about that. Um... He's a humongous fan of Bray Wyatt. Oh, those are the good matches he had. Sorry, not uh, not when when it all went wrong. He's a huge fan of Bray Wyatt. Looking forward to what's next for him. Interesting fact is 90 Days is up the day before Halloween. So, um, You could go on the website and spend $35 for the Ric Flair Rolling Loud shirt. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, like- anyway. Um, I just, the more and more decisions that I see, and I feel like we've had this conversation before a lot, <laughs> it, right. it, 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 we're taken back to like, as grown adults, we give a bigger shit about what a person does outside of their normal day to day. Yes. Jackson Riker. Right. And like, we care about business practices more as an adult than we did as a kid. (laughs) If the WWE wants to keep making these boneheaded decisions that date back to pre-Nikon, because these are all multiplicative when you talk about the Saudi Arabia deal. You talk about the 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 they've been cutting massive amounts of people before Nikon. Yeah, like like this it, isn't it new. Just so happens it just so happens that Nikon is cutting like main event talents, and I get the rotation like rotating stars in and out of the WWE, but also if they did brand splits appropriately. And you actually separated church and state, Raw and SmackDown, and you actually utilize NXT as a third brand, you can shift all the stars all around, and they never get stale. Because as soon as they get stale, you have another draft in another year, and everybody gets shifted around. Instead, the way the draft works is, ah, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are in a, a feud on SmackDown. The draft happens. Monday Night Raw drafts Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So the same shit you just saw on SmackDown is now on Raw. And they do the same shit for another four months. Like You wanted them to fight forever, and then you bitch when they fight forever. <laughs> yeah, fight forever is stupid. I what do you fight. want? Well, and I, I, I I'm, fight forever. It, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you that, that yes, they just continue to sh- shuffle the same cards. It's like taking a deck of cards, only having kings and queens, and then just reshuffling them and telling you this is a different deck of cards. But like part of that also is like I think like if 
Kevin Owens isn't seen on TV for like three weeks, people would go, well, where's Kevin Owens? Like, is he hurt? Right. Is he hurt? Is he, is he unhappy? Is he this? So then like, you have to bring Kevin Owens back or like, like wrestling, wrestling fans at times can be their, their own worst enemy because they want something different and then you give them something different and then they don't, they don't like, they don't like the different thing that you gave them. Um, so it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way. It's a, it's, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a crappy problem to have. Like it just, it, it's, there, there's, there's nothing. It's like a no win. Zero sum game. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is not to say AEW is without fault. No, Jim lets us know that on the Twitter. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but also, WWE or AEW has a lot more uh, green points saved up. They got some ducats of goodwill that they've given us over time that WWE just hasn't. I feel like WWE has. When? Before, I mean, not now, not not super I was gonna recently. Say, well, can you but think they have anything recently? Like what recently? recently? No, yeah. I can't tell. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm trying to think back to like the last goodwill. But I feel like the goodwill is bought because it's a new company with 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 new players and new wrestlers, so everything feels new still. Right, and I think the, it's been I, around I, long I, enough that the giants worn off. Plus, I mean, Ryan, this is three count Thursday, so we have someone that shits on it every week. So, yeah, yeah but I, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I think, I, I think they there are things that AEW does that, like, if if it happened on WWE, it would it would get a different reaction. And whether it's because they have more green points built up, whether it's because they still feel new, whether it's because they're they they are bringing in guys that fans want to that fans want to see that got released like i mean there's multiple reasons why but they it, it they are i think aw is going to be tested here once once rampage actually rolls out you've got you've got two shows to fill now um you've got a roster i mean when was the last time the dark order was featured on on dynamite couple weeks now maybe last was it last this week last was week. it last week i know it this week the they, had the, they had the talkie segment backstage that's right that was last week you're right but even so a talkie segment for me especially when you have uh, a lot of talk on the internet has been how overrated and overblown the attitude era was but talk about the attitude era every person on the WWF roster, for sure, from the top down, had something. It yep. didn't have to be a match, but they had something. And AEW right now is doing that very well. If you're not, if you're utilized, you don't have to be in a match. The matches are few and far between, and if you spread those matches out, you're elongating people's bump cards, and they can wrestle longer. Instead, yet. If AEW had Drew McIntyre, they wouldn't be having him wrestle every effing week. No. You're a good point. No. And Drew McIntyre is Raw's number one star. And he's a great example of somebody that left the WWE, 
was able to go and reinvent himself into something bigger than he was at the WWE and come back at the top of his game. And imagine where he would have been if AEW had existed at the time of his reinvention. You're not wrong. But he reinvented himself in Impact. And, and he was in, he was in the PWG crowd. He um, he did a lot in the UK too. Sure, he was at ICW a lot, and I mean he put on a ton was, of weight. He, and also beyond, like mm. he was he really reinvented himself and beyond. Then went to Impact, and then for a cup of coffee, and then came over. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's just. I want uh, I want to see the collective wrestling world, not just AEW, but I want to see all parties involved line up and put WWE in their place. WWE thinks they're too big to fail. They need to get big brother. They need to get little brothered. They need to get sunned. And they need to be put. Vince McMahon has always been his best off the back foot. Yeah. And I I hope that happens. I hope it happens. He can't, he can't win from the front. No. Didn't Cody just say, now again, the guy who just retired and is going to now focus on front office things with AEW in an interview that we're not an alternative. We are the competition. He that said that because that he said that in reaction to the the WWE conference call last week. Sure, absolutely, hundred percent. Like that should worry you if you're Vince McMahon or Nick Khan or whoever. You should be like, oh, it's it's not going to worry Vince McMahon or Nick Khan now. until it really starts hitting WWE in in the in the wallet. Think of sports and rivalries where the rivalry is one sided. For the longest time, it was the Cowboys and the Washington football team. The Cowboys owned Washington. Yeah. But we swore, ah, we got them. We can beat them. Beat Dallas. And, like, Dallas don't care. Like, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Right. (laughs) Until recently, Pittsburgh was just beating up on Cincinnati every every time they they played. Or the Browns. Oh, poor Browns. The Browns were the the redheaded stepchild to everyone in the AFC North. Yeah, you're not wrong. Got it. Just everything handed to yeah. me. And so WWE is the lead car. They see what's in front of them, and that's open road. Right. It's nothing. It's every other every other promotion sees the WWE in the front. Yeah. And they have a flag to follow. And AEW right now is insulated to do some great things because they're doing something WWE doesn't do. They're integrating with other promotions and other avenues. They're basically doing what WWE does better. They're, they're doing differently what WWE does better than them. They yes. don't have their own merch shop. They go through pro wrestling teams. They don't have the budget for an unlimited talent pool. 
So they work with an impact and the Indies and New I'm, Japan. I mean, I don't know. They have 104 people under their under AEW contract. <laughs> is that now not but, everyone is under contract like full is is it 104 people that are all elite? The, uh, because I didn't I didn't do the number on it. There was somebody on Twitter that I regularly interact with that looked it up because he did the same thing for the WWE roster. And he, there was, I think it was like 80 something men and, and 26 women that were all elite. I think being all elite is very different than being all, I mean, and again, I don't know, maybe no, not. But th- th- I mean, like those just, are people that are on AEW deals. Those are, those okay. are people that are signed to AEW. Now, not all of them are being used on dynamites, you know, like not of them, all of them are being used every week. Some of them are being used on match number 47 on dark elevation this week. And that's fine. Like they, they, they are, they do have two 14 hour YouTube shows a week. So, but also at the same, how token, many cheap digs can we throw in at one? T- I mean, I'm trying to get them in before, three, before three, we four. get to our final segment. I'm trying to keep a tally here. My arm's <laughs> fucking getting sore for the same, for the same thing too. A lot of people that are signed in AEW wear many hats. True. Uh, Christopher Daniels is talent relations. Um, Leva Bates is a librarian. <laughs> but QT Marshall's got an outside, like, he, he does oh, something right. other I'm just... than wrestle. Michael Nakazawa does something other than wrestle. Uh, Brian I think, Cutler does I, I something just, other than I wrestle. I said that because like, I think AEW does have the money to have an infinite talent pool but they also do work with other companies which is which is great right because we've said this on the show many times before a rising tide raises all ships correct absolutely um so they yeah can. i i i'm 100 with you i i hope that aew and ever and everybody else does knock wwe on the on their heels because that that's good for everybody. That is good for everybody. <laughs> Ryan, you all right? Um so to wrap up to wrap up all of all of this back to the initial point, where does Wyndham Rotunda end up next in the wrestling business if he ends up anywhere in the wrestling business? Ryan. It's a great question, Jim. Um he goes to AEW Matt? Yep. Tim. AEW. There's no place else. It's AEW. I think he... I don't think he ends up anywhere in 2021. Uh, But if and when he is somewhere, AEW. Um, But I think think he's still going to be taking time and dealing with things and, and what have you. But yes, where when he when he resurfaces in wrestling, I think it's AEW. AEW Jojo's, Jojo's been released, right? She, yeah, yeah, she was let go. Jojo, okay. Silently, yeah that 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 did okay. come out this week. AEW already has the spot for Bray Wyatt. They've already got him. The Dark Order doesn't have a leader. They do. No, negative they don't. Ones, negative one's the leader, man. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm not fucking. I'm not joking about that. I I make stupid I jokes a lot, but I don't think I'm joking about that. No, you're not. I'm really not. But when has I he think been? That's an awful. That's an awful fucking spot for him. 
I I hate him in the Dark Order. Yeah, I think I think no, he should do, do his like that own at all. thing. I do. I love it. Ugh. I think he can do his own thing. I don't think he needs to be tied in there. But um, feud feud him with the Dark Order. That would be cool. Harper Harper left him. Boom! Pick off everyone of the Dark Order. To me, I think that the the other money could be once the pinnacle is done with the um, the inner circle. You sign Rowan, Bray, and Braun, and you three v five those three versus the pinnacle. Ooh, that can be fun. Old Redbeard. <laughs> All right. Um, there how was much, how much fiend stuff does the wwe I, they own all of that the likeness and everything like I, I i know one of the guys like that created a lot of the stuff i read it didn't was like, like tweeting pay, about it didn't bright pay to get a lot of the masks made he did like it, it's one of those things where bray wyatt used his own money to like pitch it to the wwe and then once the WWE was like, you know what, this makes money. We want this. But if he's uh, ours, but I, right, which is <laughs> from a business sense, smart on them. But if he's done that you're once, what's him not? What's stopping him from reaching out and getting a different mask? made? you know what I mean? Like whether yeah. it's a Tom Savini or not. Uh, but I don't think we get the fiend. No, I, I it, whatever think whatever is going to come to AEW is going to be not not the fiend or not anything close to it. Which did you prefer? Like the southern farmer? No, hyped for that. I was so hyped for that southern cult leader gimmick when it when it was yep. first starting out. When right. he was cutting the vignettes, I was like, "This is so what I love." The the Cape Fear vibe to it. I just yeah. I was all bought in. The whale and mercy man. Yeah, I loved all of it. Like, and that's not just me. You know, it's just he and I, it stemmed from that gimmick like yeah. that. That locked me in so strong onto what he was doing that. I mean, I, I was there for it. And then the the fun house, the, the first night of the fun house, I was like, yes. And then then like the fiend start. And yes, all of it. Just give me all of it. I don't care. Give me I all remember the first fun house, like the the music played. And I was like, you've got to fucking be kidding me but by the end of that promo i'm absolutely hooked absolutely it was so dark yeah like it it it, it yeah just all of it all of it great We're, reinvention really devin says he loved it all as well um no, i know i keep throwing shit at you jim we talked about alexa do you want to table that for next week like where does that leave alexa bliss um i mean we can touch on it quick because I, I i don't think i don't necessarily think that the the, the last segment with these with these heels and going too far i i do want to hit it this week because it's kind of it's time topical. sensitive yep but i mean do, it's up to you guys do we do we want to we would sit on it and just see what they do with alexa on raw i mean it hasn't been good so hopefully there's yeah we can we can table that a lot <laughs> much longer with it but yeah well, i mean i'm assuming do drop elbows lily this coming monday and lily sits back up again <laughs> i don't know yeah, we'll uh, we'll cover that. We'll hit that next Hopefully week. Hopefully, Eva Marie can trip <laughs> again. <laughs> Make that a weekly segment. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I am uh, very quickly over the Eva Marie thing. I'm not gonna lie. I'm super disappointed by it. 
I was. I if was you really have me it disappointed it by it, that tells you how bad it is. Man, like raw, unbelievable. Like Jim's about to talk about two bad things that WWE. Like doing. it's not even. It's not even. Like it's not even good heat to the point where like when Dewdrop turns on her, like it's gonna like that it's gonna be good. It's just it's it's literally that bad. It's gonna be like oh thank God. And, so but then hurt. I think people will just be like oh, okay cool because like nobody's nobody's the heat goes on Dewdrop for taking too long. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's oh it's bad. 